And we're recording, I think. I think we're recording. Pretty sure. We're recording. All right. Well, I'm Don. Seven. I'm Damien. Yeah, just yeah, jump right the fuck in. All right. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> no, I like it. Just keep it. It's fine. I plan to. All right, good enough. Anyway, last week we, well, not even last week, it was Tuesday night we recorded. We didn't finish everything because I was admittedly hammered, and it just kind of stretched out and got ugly. So we still have to talk about our putts of the week, which is just someone who totally fucked everything up. Savage of the week, someone who just kills it in a good way. Or in a bad way, if you're Ray Lewis. No one remembers that. I do. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about our fantasy draft that me and Damien did. Uh, I auto-drafted most of it because I'm a putz. And our, I have a little section I'm going to do called Idiot Fan of the Week because what I like to do is troll like Facebook for like football team posts and just read the stupid shit that people say that doesn't make any sense. And then I'm going to put them on blast right here. So we'll start off with our putts of the week. I think me and Damien both have the same person. I'll let him start on that. All right. For our putts of the week, we have, I have, John Gruden. John yeah. Gruden is going to be, I think, the putts of this season. Personally. I think Terrible, John right? Gruden fucked up really hard on this one. The reason that I think John Gruden is the putts of the week is not only his handling of the Khalil Mack situation, but his handling of the entire Raiders offseason, really. And the draft. I don't th- – I mean, and the draft. I mean, the whole thing was just all sorts of fuck. Um, my biggest issue was, first off, he didn't even speak to Mack in the offseason. That's a problem. Yeah, especially when you know going into it that you're going to have trouble keeping him. Yeah, didn't speak to him, so did never built a relationship, and Mac obviously did not uh, re-sign there. Um, he traded Mac for draft picks, which is whatever. Um, I don't think any of those two first-round draft picks are going to be anything that Mac is. You know what you're getting with Mac. You have no idea what you're getting with first-round draft picks. No, no idea. Could you? Could you be getting Khalil Mack? Uh, another Khalil Mack? Maybe. You yeah. don't fucking know, though. One in a million, though. You could be getting Khalil Mack, or you could be getting fucking, no Tim offense, Tebow. DJ, Tim. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. So, um, my other issues with John, or Khalil, or John Gruden is we traded a third-round pick for Martavis Bryant, and then we cut him. Yeah. I know there's a suspension looming, but I really wouldn't have went for Martavis Bryant knowing it well. I don't know if they knew, but still. We no, cut him before was, week one. Get what you can out of him. He's not suspended yet. He was a problem in Pittsburgh, though. They bumped him down to the practice squad. He was being an asshole. Right. You know what you're getting with Martavis Bryant. You're getting a guy who came off, you know, he didn't have the best college career off the field. He didn't have the best career in the NFL on the field. And he has behavioral issues. So you drop him for a third-round pick and then cut him. A day in. I mean, what is the point of that? Why? For, like, the, you should have preemptively just nibbed that before it even happened. 
but he went out of his way, made it happen, and then fucked it up. Yeah. And then my other, I have I have multiple issues. You'll you'll come to find out. My other issue is this motherfucker has the oldest team in the NFL. I don't know if you knew that. The average the average age on of people on the roster twenty seven point four years old. Ancient. Ancient in the NFL. In the NFL. We're, we're right. We're almost there, Don. Hey, Donald Penn. He's he's got to be at least seventy five years old. I yeah. I think so. He's their best offensive lineman. Old as dirt. Uh, my other issue would be his, uh, John Gruden has a 10-year, $100 million contract. <laughs> and I know it doesn't go against the cap, but they didn't they didn't specify that the reason they didn't sign Khalil Mack was the cap. They blamed it on um, cash flow in the whole organization. They didn't have enough money. They didn't have enough cash to pay Khalil Mack. You know what a lot of people aren't talking about with this John Gruden thing is you got an owner coach combo, probably worst hair, worst salad in the game. Oh, my God. By far. (laughs) Terrible. No one talks about uh, it. It needs to be talked about. It's bad. At least Jack Del Rito's awesome flow offset. Davis is horrendous. I don't know. Is that a bowl cut? Yes. He looks like a fryer. It's terrible. Um, Shit. (laughs) Sorry. When was... Was the bull cut ever popular? Uh, yeah. Probably. 90s? Yeah, early 90s, probably. Bull cut was a big thing. Well, that makes a lot of sense, because Gruden's trying to bring the Raiders back to the 90s. Yeah, well, he does um, still wear a visor and probably a puka shell necklace as well. So. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I personally think he's single-handedly trying to ruin this team. I know that the team isn't great at the moment, but he's not doing anything to make it better. That's for goddamn mm, sure. No. Even their draft, I, I mean, it's like a C-minus at best. Do you Do you know who he passed on? In the draft, Lots I mean, he's not proven. He's not proven yet, but I think this is going to be this is going to be big that he passed on this guy. Gruden, no, they wouldn't have no, him. No. So <clears throat> he got a six foot nine, three hundred nine pound tackle. Great, whatever. Colton Miller, I think, is his name. Where's Yes, Colton Miller, offensive tackle from UCLA, six foot nine, three hundred nine pounds, average athleticism. One scout said he was nothing special. Was graded five point eight at the combine, which is the equivalent of okay, has a chance to start. Yeah, they took him with like the I don't know what pick they had, but it was like top ten, well, they, top fifteen pick. They, yeah, they traded one of their first round picks for a third and fifth round pick later. That might have been the second round. Even they took a tackle. No, they took they took the tackle in the first round. Okay. Um, I watched the first round. My issue with it is, first off, them saying he's nothing special. Go ahead and get a nothing special tackle later in the draft. Yeah. Make something of that nothing special. Don't pick him up in the first round. Um, but (laughs) they passed on Derwin James, who went 
to a division rival in the can or the fucking Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Mm-hmm. His grade at the draft or the, at the combine was six point four four, which means should become an instant starter. In yep. Draft. I don't. I don't know. This is just shit off the internet. But personally, think that they'll wish eventually that they didn't pass on Derwin James. Oh, they will. There's no doubt. There's only one knock on Derwin James so far. Alba's film is great. You know what the the only knock on Derwin James is? He hasn't played much. So there's not a lot of film, but it's fucking spectacular. Well, yeah, Royce Freeman. He only had 15 snaps in preseason. No, I'm talking in college even. College. Oh, and yeah, he only has so much little film well, only, in college. He but only what started college, a year or two. What college, right? So what college show me has is fucking phenomenal. From what I saw oh. on the NFL Network. Yeah, um, I think that would have been a better choice. Is this your putts of the week? Is John Gruden your putts of the week? Also my putts of the week. Yeah, he's also mine. He's, I mean. Just John Gruden in general, if you look into his tenure as a head coach, not great. Uh, hasn't been a coach in 10 years. Uh, 2008, he was fired from Tampa Bay after he lost four straight games. Uh, he was with the team for seven years. He did win a Super Bowl in 2002. I like to say the when defense won a Super Tampa Bowl. Bay? He got to Tampa Bay seven years with the team, 2000, 2001, the year they won that Super Bowl against Oakland. So he won a Super Bowl with yep. a team that he did not build. Did not build. Did not, no. Trent Dilfer's quarterback, I believe. No. And then after Might've that been. was Brad Johnson. It was fucking Brad. You know it was Brad Johnson. Yeah. Was Trent Dilfer in Baltimore? Is that what I'm fucking up on? Yes. I'm yes. copy. Anyway, Brad Johnson. Awesome. Awesome face mask. Love it. But he was praised as an offensive mind of quarterback coach, and that's great, and he there. Oh, you know, he turned the Raiders into this powerhouse in the 90s. Well, they ended up losing to Denver two years in a row when he was there. Denver goes on to win the Super Bowl twice in a row. Then he leaves, goes to Tampa Bay, wins the Super Bowl, but it was a defensive win. You got Warren Sapp, Darren Brooks, John Lynch. That's all you really need. Uh, he didn't so win is that. He really, is he really proven as a coach? No, because after that Super Bowl, they only made it to the playoffs another two times, and I think those are nine and seven, ten and six seasons, and they were losing so, other than that. So, Mr. Davis is taking a shot in the dark here. Um, Big time. Big time. He's, he has no tenure. He has a couple of TV shows where he coaches high school quarterbacks into being apparently so tremendous that he has to have a TV show for it. I, and granted, he is a good quarterbacks coach, but that's not going to get you far. You already have David Carr. He doesn't need your help. And get a defense. That's the, yeah, that's the issue. The Oakland Raiders defense last year surrendered over six yards a snap. 270 that's yards through the air to opposing quarterbacks. Six yards a snap is... Uh... Horrendous. What we call first down city. That's first down yeah. city right there. Terrible. There ain't no third you know longs in Oakland. Do you remember okay. in high school they used to tell us like, hey, just get 
three yards, three yards of play, three four yards of play, we'll we'll get first downs. We'll keep moving down the field. Six yep. yards of play, you're gonna move down the field efficiently. Yeah, that means that defense is garbage. And that was a booty ass fucking seventh division high school team. I mean. This is the NFL. People are going to pass. You don't Let's, have a we'll get into the high. We'll get into our high school team at a different time. Yeah. We were awful. Booty. We we're didn't get three to four yards of play. <laughs> we got negative two, though. Lots. So, yeah, that's my putts of the week. I just think that Gruden's un, in, unproven. He's He totally botched the Khalil Mack situation. Uh, and granted, that might not all fall on him because there are other people in that office that didn't do what they should have done as well. You can't blame Gruden for everything. He wears a visor. He's got terrible hair. He's got a terrible win percentage as a coach, minus the one Super Bowl that he kind of just fell into. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell the farm on that. That's like saying Doug Peterson is a proven NFL coach. Doug Peterson won one Super Bowl with a team that he fell into. He's not a proven NFL coach. He no. has. I mean, he, has he could. Be a very, he has talent, and he could be a very good NFL coach. A lot of people like him. But Gruden has a also, lot more years. What? Also wears a visor. Just throwing that out there. Also wears a visor. Yeah. There's a trend here. Yeah. If you wear a visor, you will fall into a Super Bowl winning team. Exactly. Exactly right. That's Here's science. Bust out the visors. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing them, and then Houston's going to be like, hey, you want to step in and head coach? And I'm going to ride Deshaun Watson right into the Super Bowl. That's going to happen. Perfect plan. The other th- the last thing that I have of all the things that I've written down, Gruden has created trust issues with his team already. Hasn't even We haven't even played a fucking real game yet, and he's out here ruining the trust in the locker room because – what this tells the team is that you do the things the right way, you earn a new expensive contract, we can't pay it. Yeah, we're, we, just can't, we just can't do it. Can't swing it. Can you imagine telling Khalil Mack that you can't pay him money? That's terrifying. Well, that's the problem. He never told him that. They just well, never told I him. wouldn't tell him either. He's scary as shit. He is scary. I'm really glad he's on my 90% head. sure he eats puppies. Ninety percent. Like ninety-five percent sure he's puppies. And their week one matchup, the fucking Rams. Oh yeah, yikes! That we we are losing by a million. Yeah, I think I think Todd Gurley is gonna score at least seventeen touchdowns, at least two of those receiving. You know, pad the stats. So many, so many fantasy points. I really wish I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah, me too. I don't. Me either. Should probably pick up Jared Goff, though. Just saying. So moving on from John Gruden and his lame ass, we're going to talk about our Savage of the Week. Uh, mine. You want me to, you want me to start my, with my Savage of the Week? Because my Savage of the Week is super short. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> I have Well, I have their college football players. So I have a few. Sure. Okay. Will Greer, quarterback, West Virginia, 25 of 34 for 429 yards and five touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 
rating. Don't know what that means, but it's phenomenal. Sounds high. It's really good. <laughs> In a 40 to 14 win over Tennessee, um, they t- they tell me or the internet tells me that he's an early Heisman favorite. Oh, um, West Virginia, I, I doubt it, but hey. Yeah, well, they'll ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Week one, week, it, it was Tennessee. Relax. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> My honorable mention quarterback is Eric Dungy for his rushing. Honorable mention uh, quarterback Syracuse, 15 carries, 200 yards, one touchdown, 13.3 yards per rush as a quarterback. That is pretty fucking good. That's yeah, pretty amazing. 200 yards on the ground as a quarterback. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of offense you run. I don't spend a lot of time watching them, so it could be like an, an, a wildcat option type deal, or could just be running just because. Either way, very impressive. 200 yards as a quarterback. Um, and then I had a running back who was also savage-like. 20 carries, or this guy's name is Trayvon Travion. Wow. Williams. Running okay. back, Texas A&M, 20 carries, 240 yards, three touchdowns, and a 59-7 to win over Northwestern State. 12 yards of carry, ain't nothing to, nothing to scoff at. And then... a rough day. For Northwestern State, absolutely. Yeah. That's that hurts a lot. My wide receiver savage of the week is JJ Arcega Whiteside. What the fuck is that? The wide receiver from Stanford who had six receptions for 226 yards and three touchdowns. Yikes. In a 31 to 10 win versus San Diego State University, uh, that is. 37.7 yards per reception, in case you're wondering. Well, that's not bad. And those are my savages of the week. Oh, pretty good. I went uh, a completely different direction with my savage of the week. I was watching the Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp show. I don't remember what it's called. I watch it all the time. There it is, undisputed. Watch it all the time. Can't remember the name. Doesn't matter. I love Shannon Sharp. I like Skip Bayless. I like how they play off of each other, so I like to watch it. Skip Bayless kind of used a play, a play on what he was saying to get Skip to say negative things about Aaron Rodgers, and it almost worked, but he said that – I'm not going to give a direct quote because I didn't listen exactly. He was talking about Tom Brady's contract and how Tom Brady's going to make $15 million, $20 million if he makes you know every quarterback category – if he's in the top five in every category, then they'll give him an extra $5 million, which equates to $20 million. Aaron Rodgers is going to make $80 million by St. Patrick's Day. And so Skip says, well, Tom Brady chose to take a pay cut. He chose to be hired at a discount. Well, that's what good quarterbacks do. You take a pay cut, you get talent around you, you win games, you make a name for yourself, and you become a dynasty like Tom Brady's done in New England. And I fucking hate Tom Brady. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But best quarterback to ever play, no doubt in my mind. The stats speak for themselves. I mean, this playoff record is absolutely insane. But he's getting paid that much less than Aaron Rodgers. So my, I mean, 
the Savage of the Week leads into, is Aaron Rodgers really worth that kind of money? I mean, Packers fans will say yes, but I'm looking at it realistically. Is he? Honestly? I mean, yeah, Matt Ryan, he's making a lot. Matt Stafford's making a lot. Neither of them have done that much. But, I mean, is this just the market now? Is this just how it is? It is how it It, is. To me, it can't be performance-based. The market can't can't be performance-based? No, his salary. His salary is entirely based on, okay, well, if we don't pay him this, someone else will. Right. That's exactly what it's all about. Yeah, because if you don't, because if you don't pay him, there is a team out there that is willing to pay Aaron Rodgers more than 134 million dollars. That is for sure. No, absolutely. Now I just go ahead. I mean, you just look at Tom Brady, okay, Ben Roethlisberger, and then I threw in Peyton Manning, just as because he had you know that big contract coming to Denver. That was a, a lot of talk in like 2014. Uh, Tom Brady, $20 million a year if he gets the best categories, five-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl MVP, or three-time NFL MVP. That's five rings. Pretty solid. Ben Roethlisberger's got two rings, six-time Pro Bowler, making 21.8. Peyton Manning, before he retired. Go ahead. Sorry. Peyton Manning, before he retired, that was $19 million a year, and he took a pay cut his last year or two. But he's a two-time Super Bowl champ, five-time NFL MVP, 14-time Pro Bowler. I mean, the list goes on. Arguably top five best quarterbacks to ever play the game, Peyton Manning. And he's making half, less than half. Where Rodgers is. Now, my, own, my, my argument to that is you have five to ten more years left of Aaron Rodgers. True. That is why you pay Aaron Rodgers market value. If Aaron Rodgers was in Tom Brady's shoes, where he's going, he's only got three years left, max. Three to yeah. five, I'll, we'll say. Three to five. Three to five years left. Aaron Rodgers, I have no doubt in my mind that Aaron Rodgers does the same shit to bring in some talent. Okay? Right now, Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> Is the bet, he's the bet, one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league, right? There, you could say that. He should. Do you? Who do you have that's better? Tom Brady. Okay. So, the only reason the, I will tell you this: the only reason Tom Brady, I th- the only reason I think Tom Brady isn't getting paid what Aaron Rodgers is getting paid on a yearly basis because there ain't that many years left. True. That's where I think. I think if the market was where it is right now, five, five-ish years ago, maybe even five to seven years ago, Brady would have took the same type of contract. If if I walk to you right – if I come to you right now, DJ, and I say, hey, I'm going to give you in four years $134 million. Is that four? I think it's four. Four-year extension, yeah. Four-year extension, $134 mil. If that's what the value – if that's what you value me at, I'm taking it. 
That's fair. I'm not blaming Rodgers. And their offense is going to be fine. It's if they're going to spend if the Green Bay Packers are going to spend money somewhere, it needs to be on the defense. Offensively, they're going to be okay. They're going to be good enough to be in conversation for the Super Bowl. The thing that holds the Green Bay Packers back is the defense. Yeah. Yep. They're not they're not great by any means. They've done enough in 2011 to get it done. But that's it. Yeah, and, and they weren't that great that year. I think they were ranked 32nd against the pass. They had the most turnover. They were. They were. I did. Well, they have. I think they had Dom Capers then too, didn't they? Dom Capers is a fucking joke. He has been. Packers fans, they just take their shit sandwich, and Aaron Rodgers does enough to make them think that their entire team is so good that they get 11, 12 wins a year. No, no. You start anybody but Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, you are the Cleveland fucking Browns. We've seen it. It's It happened. That's real. And they don't want to believe it, but it's true. You're garbage without Aaron Rodgers. And to me, like unlike the, I was going to say, unlike the Bears when Jay Cutler went down and Josh McCown came in, we were so much better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just some things like that. Sometimes that happens. But, I mean, knowing your team has that many issues across the board and you're paying 20% of your cap to one player, I get why you're keeping him, but at the same time, he's his performance in the postseason is average. Average at best. He gets there all the time. What does he do with it? Nothing. He's 500 in the playoffs. Tom Brady's 27 and 10. Ben Roethlisberger's 13 and 8. Even Manning, I mean, he played 27 playoff games. Tom Brady's 16. Or to, sorry, Aaron Rodgers is 16. Joe Flacco's 10 and 5 in the playoffs, and he's booty as fuck. To me, if you're not going to play when it matters, why are you paying him? To keep the fans in the seats because, woo, we're in the playoffs, and then shit out in the first round like always? You're in a tough, tough conference. The NFC is. Good. Way better than the AFC. You're not going to have an easy route out of there no matter what, and I don't think he's the guy who's going to win it for you. So, to me, I'm not paying. I understand that you think playoff... Okay, so here's the... Here's my issue with it. I'm paying Aaron Rodgers to keep him on my team because if we go somewhere else at quarterback, we're fucked. Where they need to improve is defense. And I think, and that's been a, it's been a topic of discussion for a long time with the Packers. The defense has never been phenomenal, right? Can't, I mean, not never. Not, but in, in recent The history. Aaron Rodgers era? No. Right. So... Aaron Rodgers, 9-7 and seven in playoffs, if I'm reading this correct. Yes. Yeah, 9-7. He is not doing anything wrong, according to the stats that I'm seeing. Him himself is not doing anything wrong. 36 tutters, 10 interceptions, 63.5% completion percentage with a 99.4 passer rating. 
and 4,458 yards in 16 games. He is doing, he himself is not doing anything wrong. He is what's keeping this team afloat. Now, if they had a better defense, would they be, would they have won more than one Super Bowl? Probably. More than likely. I mean, I just, I, I hate the Packers fans just, just dick riding Aaron Rodgers. Well, he has a Super Bowl. Yeah, so did Trent Dilfer, and I'm pretty sure they paid him in bus fare and pizza coupons. Okay? It doesn't matter. Always. That being said, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to keep Aaron Rodgers, but to build your defense, you need money. You're not going to get a Marcus Peters at discount. That's not going to happen. you got to pay the guys. And you, you can keep, you know, hooking guys up, rotating them out with these rookie contracts or piss-poor contracts, and that's fine, but you're never going to have a top-10 defense that way. you got to pay the Piper at some point in time. And with this contract on Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to have the change. Who else are they paying, though? Nobody, because they don't have it. They don't have anybody. Devontae Adams at some point, maybe. So, what I wanna, what I wanna ask in this, DJ, is, do you think how? I know you don't know. I don't. Maybe you looked it up already. Cleo Max contract. I do not know what his contract is. I just know he went to the Bears. Okay. So, do you think that Aaron Rodgers at four? You think Aaron Rodgers? At four years, $134 million, $100 million guaranteed. I think it's 103 actually, but whatever. And he's getting 90 of that by St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, my my question to you is, if you do you, you think Aaron Rodgers isn't worth that, right? Isn't I, worth I don't. $134 million. Well, do you think that Khalil Mack is worth six year $141 million? Wow. With ninety million guaranteed. Oof. <laughs> Plus we gave up two first round picks. Yikes. Two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. Wow, okay. I was excited the Bears got him, but Jesus. I mean that's that's a lot. That is a we can, ton. We can play this game all goddamn day. You know what's gonna happen with the Rams? After you play, after you pay Aaron Donald, we have this year, next year, and maybe the year after. And or no, so we have this year and next year. Otherwise, you got to pay Jared Goff, probably. Yep. If you don't win a Super Bowl in these two years, you have to pay Jared Goff. And if Mitchell Trubisky is good this year, is good next year, you we're getting rid of somebody. It's probably Mitch Trubisky. We haven't paid. He's on his rookie contract. The only reason these happen is because of rookie contracts. Yep. So, I, I don't know. I, I just. Yeah. You you're, you're taking a risk no matter what you do. Yeah. I think, and and you got to play market value. If you really want Khalil Mack on your team, you have to pay more than what they paid Aaron Donald because they think that Khalil Mack is better than Aaron Donald, and I agree. Aaron Donald is defense is on the line. Khalil Mack can play both fucking outside linebacker and defensive end, depending on what fucking. It doesn't yeah. even matter what fucking defense you're in. He can play both. Yeah, he's all over the place. Is he worth that? I mean, it, I guess it's just the changing of the times, changing of market values. It is. Uh, to me, it's like you look at that number. It's that's so much. 
But so to say that Brady, when Brady does what he does, he's doing it because he wants more, right? Yeah. He wants more, and he doesn't have much time to get it done. When Aaron Rodgers takes his $134 million, he's like, well, I got maybe 10 years left in me. If I, Well, 10 years is a lot. He's 35. But, you know, he's got... Good. Good stretch. Ten, tens a lot, but... Tens a ton. I'm not saying he's going to be good for the last four, but... Right. But he could play that long. But he's talking... Brady doesn't have five to ten years. No. Brady... I think Brady has... Three, maybe. I'm going to say four, and I'm also going to say he wins the Super Bowl two of those four years. Probably. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Because he's doing what he's doing. I think this discussion it shouldn't be about if Aaron Rodgers is worth that money because market value says he's worth that money. I think yeah. this discussion should be, is Aaron Rodgers in this to win a Super Bowl? Does he care? Does he care enough? No, I don't think he does. I think he'd love to win a Super Bowl, but I think he's going to sit on his ass in his beach house and count his suitcase full of money, whether they do or not. I don't think he's going to give a fuck. on the face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Tom Brady, if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, he's going to take that personally. He's, I think Tom Brady's a better competitor. I think he has more uh, athletic competitive flair than Aaron Rodgers does. So that's just me. We will say Aaron Rodgers is worth that money. Tom Brady is worth more than that money. I would say. Yeah, Tom Brady is absolutely outplaying his contract. Khalil Mack is worth the money he's getting paid because we paid him it, and because Aaron Donald got paid just a hair less. Yep. Okay. Now, in a few years, is Mack going to restructure his contract to help build the Bears? That remains to be seen. We'll see. But that's what, that's more what we're discussing here is what um, fuck I lost my train of thought. What are you gonna do to make your team better? Are you a competitor? Do you want to win a Super Bowl? Will you take a pay cut to improve your defense, to improve your team to yeah. win a Super Bowl? Von Miller did it, and you know what? He went out and won a Super Bowl pretty much by himself. He beat the Carolina Panthers by himself. Peyton Manning didn't do it. No, he made your sweet salty tits. He didn't fucking do it. That guy sucked. He played half the regular season and had more interceptions than any quarterback at the end of the regular season. That's one how last, bad he played. One, one part I want to bring up. Um, do you think that Tom Brady uh, sends... And inventory gifts every year for those rings that he has. I, I bet he does. For a few. <laughs> I'm sure he has to. I mean, the got that coming. He's got two Super Bowl rings on his fucking leg. Yeah. yeah. Does. Ice in his veins. Apparently, he blacks out according to Pat McAfee. When oh. he goes out to win, a, when he goes to win or goes out to kick a game winning. Just, like a robot. He just fucking, yep. If you watch Pat McAfee's video, he's like, yeah, every other time we go out there, I go out there and I we, we joke around, it's whatever. He goes out, he kicks it, he goes in. But if it's for fucking something serious, like a game winner, ice in his veins, that guy's not even fucking there. 
That guy's just coming to kick field goal right now. He's so yep. fucking locked in. That's why he's yeah. the greatest of all time. It's true. So now, what I want to talk about is my idiot fan of the week. And I have two of them. Yep. They're both about the Bears because that was relevant at the time that I was looking at shit. You get a guy named Dustin. Don't know where he's from. Don't care. Lol. This is about the Cleo Mack signing, by the way. This is where uh, these comments come from. It says, lol. First of all, hate people who type that. The Bears will win three games this year. Aaron, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, owns that division. And if you believe some scrub named Trubisky is going to take over, then please stop talking football. You clearly don't know shit. To which I say, fuck you, Dustin. You're a moron. To which I say, fuck you, Dustin. Mitchell Trubisky's not taking over the division. Khalil Mack's taking over the division. Thank you very much. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is not literally going to prob- shoot I, I, that was That was super loud on my part. Probably not this year. He's probably going to take over the division this year. The Bears aren't going to win the division this year. I don't think so. They're in the conversation, though. They're in the conversation. Talk about they're more... They're more in the conversation this year than they are than they have been in, in a while. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Khalil Mack and that Bears defense puts them puts them in discussion for the top of the tennis, the NFC North. It has to. It has to. The next one, his name is Dylan. Dylan and Dustin, a couple of retards. Bears have been smacked around for years. They pick up an LB linebacker, I'm guessing. And think they're going all the way. LMAO. Four Chicago fans are lacking talent and brain cells. To that, I say, that we pick up a linebacker and think we're going all the way. There probably are some Bear fans out there that think we're going all the way this year, which is probably not the case. But Phil. I will say... That Phil thinks that. I bet Phil thinks that. <laughs> my, my fucking... My dad thinks that. I'm... Yeah. Definitely. 100% sure. He already bought the text, Super Bowl t-shirts. He, he's going to text me every Sunday in disappointment. <laughs> how are you going to win because a Super Bowl he, if you lose the first three? Well, we're not. That's how. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I do think that we, if, I will say this, if Mitchell Trubisky turns out to be a top 15 top 10 quarterback in the very near future. The Bears have a chance at being in the NFC Championship game in the next couple of years. With Khalil Mack on that defense and the defense the way it is, if Mitch Trubisky can perform under his rookie contract, we might have a shot. True. I mean, to say I... that we're going all the way this year is ridiculous, and that's the only part I agree with this whole thing. I yeah. don't think that um, that Chicago Bear fans are lacking talent and brain cells, though some of them may be. Um, well, yeah. And there's there's a few out there I know. Eat a Polish sausage, you're going to be kind of you know slow in the head. Yeah. But yeah, I <clears throat> I would say that if Mitchell Trubisky can be a you know top end quarterback under his rookie contract and Khalil Mack and the Bears defense stays the way it is. We keep Vic Fangio. We'll be in the discussion in the next couple of years. I agree. Me and Damien also had a fantasy draft last week, earlier this week, I should say. 
Sunday. Sunday no. morning. Last Sunday morning. I was driving through some rough cell reception area. But I did manage to put together a decent offensive team. Titans defense, not great. They're going to uh, be okay. They're going to be all right. Jake Elliott, my kicker, got me four whole points last night. Yeah, Allen Robinson. Just go ahead and go through your whole your whole roster. Starting court, just go for the starters for now. Okay. You got Deshaun Watson, Houston. Good pickup. Saquon Barkley, unproven but potentially explosive. Giants, Christian McCaffrey, most fantasy points per touch last season. Good pickup at running back. First wide receiver, Mike Evans at Tampa Bay. Only knock on Evans is that his quarterback is uh, intellectually disabled. Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver. I uh, have a signed helmet. I like his hair. He's playing Cleveland. All good things. Is this George Kittle? Yeah, George Kittle, San Francisco. Could be a good year for him. Jimmy G might uh, hook him up with some good stats. Allen Robinson out of Chicago. I think he's going to have a big year with uh, Trubisky, especially the defense taking pressure off the offense. And you got Titans D, which isn't great. And obviously, I already went over it. Jake Elliott got me four points. So those are my starters. And for the most part, I like your starters. I mean, your wide receivers are going to have. Mike Evans is going to have a good year, I would say. He's probably going to have a lot of yards, a lot of tutters, because... I mean, who else is there? Who's Yeah, exactly. Um, Saquon could be really great. McCaffrey is going to be a top five running back. And I should mention we are in a PPR league, so McCaffrey is fucking money. That's... That's Easy. gold, right? Easy pick. Easy pick. Um, <clears throat> Allen Robertson has a really good. Allen Robinson has a really good shot at being a good fantasy pickup this year. I would say he's probably going to be. Even, he's probably going to be the number one wide receiver in Chicago. I can't think of somebody else currently who would who else who else would be. No, nope. unless Kevin. Unless Kevin White explodes out of nowhere. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah, and then Jake Elliott's going to be good most weeks, but he won one field goal for less than 40 yards and an extra point. Is what it is. Yeah, the whole game was just... It wasn't fun to watch till the very end. I missed it. I have no idea. Yeah. This is a defensive battle. A lot of flags. Not a lot of huge plays. Apparently, they still don't know what a catch is. And then, R. I. Julio. Oh my, I have another league that if Julio Jones could just catch a fucking touchdown in the end zone, I would be, I'd be riding high this week. If the force out rule was still in effect, you would have had one last night in crunch time. But you know, in the past two seasons. They're like Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are like one for twenty on passes in the end zone. That's unbelievable with a guy like Julio Jones. I yeah. don't fuck. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, it's tough. So yeah, your roster. What pick do you have? Do you, did you have? You remember? Then you were like seven. Seven, seven pick. Seven. That? That's usually my favorite pick in the draft. 
if we're gonna be honest. I like I like oh, somewhere I like somewhere around five or five to seven somewhere in there, on a, yeah. and especially in a ten team a ten team league. Yeah. Um. Would you like to tell the audience what your uh, your team name is in our league? What is my team name? I got a half chub. That's my name. Chub C H U B B. I got a half chub. Which is referring to a half erect penis. In case you were wondering. Yeah, just in case you didn't know that. And um, I know Jake Elliott got four points last night, but before that you were projected 107 PPR points, I believe. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go to my my roster. Um, in the league that we both play in together, um, my quarterback is Andrew Luck. Um, the thing I'll say about Andrew Luck being my quarterback is that Andrew Luck, nobody picks him, could be solid, and he just hangs around in fantasy drafts. He just letting, like he's just there. Nobody nobody picks him up. So I'm like, well, I'll just fucking spend like a fucking eleventh round pick on Andrew Luck because nobody fucking wants him, and now Fair he's my enough. quarterback. Um, my running back is David Johnson because I had a third pick. So Le'Veon went first, Todd Gurley, and then I took took David Johnson. Um, LaShawn McCoy is my second running back. I really hope he doesn't get suspended this year. I heard it's a possibility. Hopefully um, not. Hopefully not, though. Um, but and then my wide receiver is Michael Thomas, Adam in New Orleans, Adam Thielen out of Minnesota. Tight end, Greg Olson, Flex, Jarvis Landry. Reminder, this is a PPR league. Hopefully he continues what he did in Miami. Oh, yeah, he crushed it last year. Yeah. In PPR, anyway. Um, Defense, I have the Vikings, and my kicker is Harrison Butker because he's gorgeous. He's so cute. So cute. Looks like a little Romanian girl. Big fan. And uh, this week, this week with the matchups that I have, I'm projected 124 PPR points, which is the most in the league. Not too bad. Not bad. Not bad. Well, that's all. Uh, I'll be in there just projected points. So. <laughs> yeah. Good you never know. Thing. Never know what's really going to happen. But I think that's all we got for you in the addition of the first episode. You don't want to talk about the bench players at all? I got shit on my bench. You already know that. You bet. I think you're gonna like Will Fuller. Will Fuller the fifth. I think you're going to like Rex Burkhead, and I think you're going to like Josh Gordon, and I think you're going to like Robbie Anderson. I don't like Robbie Anderson because he's weird. Look at his fucking hair. Josh Gordon. I mean, that's a good one. Josh Gordon could be a good one. Could be. I don't think he'll be a good one this week, but. When he's playing someone who's not the Steelers, probably will be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at your bench, your bench, you have Josh Gordon, Carlos Hyde, Rex Burkhead, Robbie Anderson, Will Fuller the fifth, Calvin Benjamin. Who's gonna be a boss? And probably yeah. And then uh, you have Sathiria Jenkins as your yeah. On yeah. your bench. 
I think I picked him up off the waiver wire. Just, you did. That's, we talked about this last episode. That's when you put uh, Kittle on the bench. Yeah, I got Kittle starting now. I, I think he might have a good year. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice on him against Minnesota. He might snag a tire in there. Okay. Um. Then my bench, I have two running backs on my bench. Or three running backs, actually. I have Dion yeah. Lewis, Chris Carson, and Theo Riddick. I, it went against everything that I usually do, picking Theo Riddick, but Theo Riddick hung around until, like, the 15th round, and I was like, well, fuck it. Toss him on the bench, or toss him on the bench, see what happens. Maybe PPR League, he'll do something good for me. Um, then I have Alshon Jeffrey, who's going to be out for a few weeks, but once he's back, should be a wide receiver one in Philadelphia. Should be, yep. Benjamin Watson had a good year last year in New Orleans. I have him as my tight end on my bench behind Greg Olson. Uh, my bench quarterback is Alex Smith. And my bench defense is the Bears. Stop Bears. Stop Bears. That's a pretty solid-looking bench. Alex Smith. Great hair. Yeah. Game manager. Game manager. Nothing my special. My guy. Nothing special. He'll win games. Yep. It's good to have in case Andrew Luck disintegrates again. Which is entirely possible. That's, that's very likely. But anyway, I think that's about all we got for this episode. I appreciate y'all listening, and we'll talk to you later. Yep. See you next week.